I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Well, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight, Hockey Podcast Network? Fans, watchers, listeners, wherever you may be. My name is Richie Suave Flores. I am the host of Sporty with Corey and Richie here on the Hockey Podcast Network. And tonight, strap in, everybody. Crack open your cold beverage. I got one ready myself here from right down here in Arizona. It's from Four Peaks. It's called Pumpkin Porter. It's going to be an exciting game tonight because we're doing a lot. Watch along. So if you're watching along at home, tune on TNT. It's a national game tonight. Coyotes playing host to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Austin Matthews is returning home to the Valley of the Sun. And I have a feeling it's not the last time he's going to do that. But I'll get to that here in a little bit. I'm going to be joined by my co-host Corey Crenshaw coming up in just a little bit. Um, She's running a little bit late tonight, but she will be here. I do promise. So for now you get me here in the pregame. We got a lot of people tuning in everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? I see the the chat's already buzzing. I saw Isha was in here a little bit earlier. Um, Jacob is a big, uh, I see Jacob is a big THPN fan, the biggest maybe. Um, So yeah, this is going to be an exciting game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I got the game on here beside me and we're in, in between games right now. And Paul Bissonette is wearing a Coyotes hat, like a Coyotes pelt with sunglasses. So we're already off to a great start. So uh, let's start with this, everybody. While we're getting ready for the game, I have a bad feeling about this game from a Coyotes perspective. There's a reason why the Coyotes are the worst team in NHL this year. Oh, and they got struck with COVID too. Pretty much all of their defensemen are out right now at the moment. And, uh, I see Kate's not feeling well tonight. Feel better, Kate. I know you joined joined me and Isha last time I did one of these, so I hope you're feeling better. Get well soon. And I'm glad that you're rooting on the Coyotes tonight, so thank you very much. Um, I see I see Isha is not feeling great either. Thanks for joining me tonight, then. I'm glad I'm keeping you company, guys. Uh, like I said, Corey's going to be along here in a few minutes to, to join in on the fun. But, uh, uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel your pain because I was sick two weeks ago, but now, now I'm back, back and doing this live stream with you guys here this evening. Um, coming up in just a few minutes, I do want to share with you guys, um, this stream, by the way, brought to you by the DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook. You can sign up with the promo code THP and got a bunch of deals going on right now. And, uh, I made some bets on this game. In fact, I placed 10 different bets on this game and we're going to get to those in just a little bit, um, as we get closer to, uh, puck drop here this evening. We have a commenter here talking about Clayton Keller. I tell you what, Clayton Keller's been good this year, guys. I've been a big critic of Clayton Keller, Clayton Keller all season long. Like, not even this season, but in the past, too. And all of a sudden, he stepped up his game. And, you know, Rick Tocchi was asked about him before the game. And he's, of course, on the NHL and TNT crew. And he was talking about how great a progression that Clayton Keller has made with the Coyotes just this season alone. So, yeah, I agree with you. I actually, that's one of the bets I made. I made a prop bet on Clayton Keller to score a goal tonight. I believe the odds on that were something like plus 235. So that's one of my 10 bets I'm making this evening as the game is about ready to get underway here. Peter Mrazek in goal for the Maple Leafs, of course, coming off of uh, their back-to-back last night against the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, Karova Melka is your uh, starting goaltender for the Coyotes. So, uh, hey, this game's actually starting on time, which I kind of like. It's uh, Usually that's not the case for these late West Coast games, which is uh, great to see the fact that this game is actually starting on time just after 8 o'clock here on the West Coast. Um, obviously, I'm in Arizona. This game is actually going uh, on right across the street from me. I literally live right across the street from the arena. But instead, I'm uh, hanging out with you guys watching this game tonight. And if you are watching, you're in the comments. Go ahead and uh, let me know. What do you think the score is going to be tonight? I don't think it's going to go well for the Coyotes. Again, the worst team in the league. So, um, 
I have a feeling this game is not going to go well. If I had to put my prediction out there for this game, I, I would probably go – I think there's going to be a lot of goals scored here. Coyotes have actually been scoring a decent amount of goals lately too. But uh, I, I'm going to go 5-2. to 5-2 two. to two Leafs is my my uh, prediction for this game. Clayton Keller with the shot on goal there. Um, I believe Corey is, is going to be joining us here. I see her in the chat. Corey, if you can hear me, go ahead and wave. Are you ready? Are you ready to join me? Yes. Okay. Corey's ready to join me. Welcome to the show, Corey. Hello. Hey, nice to be here. Uh, I, yeah, this, uh, I, I was. Go ahead. I, I had a really crazy time there. I just stuffed a bunch of food down my throat and uh, made myself a highball, came up here and uh, just got myself ready as, as quickly as possible. It's um it's pretty great. I actually just my parents are hanging out with my aunt Flagstaff, so I just FaceTiming them. They may be watching, so um we may get to see um we may actually get to hear some stuff from my parents. Hopefully it's <laughs> it's good stuff. So maybe we'll hold off on any uh Kodak black talk until uh later. Oh yeah, let's, let's for do sure. that for later. Let's do that for later. Corey and I were planning on talking about that at some point some point this evening, but uh not, not the moment. I think you're right. I think we're going to hold off on, on that for now. But, uh, Corey, I was talking before we, uh, before the game actually started here about, about this team. There was a comment about Clayton Keller, about him doing well tonight. But I was asking what your, what your score prediction was going to be. So what is, your, what is your score prediction for the game tonight? Mm, I kind of want it to be, like, exciting. And I know it won't be exciting in the Coyotes' way. Um. Let's say, let's say, let's, let's say six, four. Let's give the Coyotes a little Ooh. bit of credit here. Let's six, give them some four. credit. My, my first initial one I'd like to say was initially seven, two beliefs winning. I'm giving the Coyotes more credit than that. I'm giving the Coyotes more credit than that. I've decided to come back on that and say, um, that it's going to be six four, just to give them some credit. Why not? Just throw it out there. That'd be a lot of fun. Now, Corey and I, we both were we were both watching the uh, Coyotes and and Sharks game a couple weeks ago, and that game finished eight to seven in a shootout. So it would not surprise me one bit if um, if that were the case, and there were a lot of goals scored uh, here this evening. A couple more uh, comments we got here. We talk, we had. Vegas Golden Knights fans talking crap already. Um, here's the thing. Uh, do you remember what I called Golden Knights fans last year, Corey? We got into a little spat with our Vegas fans on the Hockey Podcast Network because um, I called them the whiniest fan base in the NHL. <laughs> they were on a very strong whiny streak. I won't deny that whatsoever. They had a very high whiny streak for a while. And, um, you know, every there's always one team that has that fan base. And it's up to them to not be that fan base anymore. Yeah, exactly. And they were they were still they were whining last night too, for goodness sake. So a uh, couple more predictions we got here: six two Toronto. That wouldn't surprise me one bit. Okay, now here's this. This is this Josh, <laughs> my boy. We were talking. Josh and I were talking earlier this morning about this. He wants to get me riled up already because if you if you are a regular viewer of the hockey podcast network or a regular listener to uh mine and Corey's show sporty with Corey and Richie you will know that I'm trying to speak this into existence and you know this Corey Austin Matthews is going to be a free agent in 2024 and I've been saying this for a while that Austin Matthews is going to get sick of the Toronto market he's going to get sick of losing he's going to get sick of the media there and he's going to do a reverse John Tavares and he's going to come home. And Austin Matthews is going to be the captain of the Arizona Coyotes in 2024. Hopefully by then, opening up a brand new building in the city of Tempe. It would honestly be the best thing possible. What a great story, you know? And we, we've we already kind of gotten to live off of the whole Josh Stone thing, right? We've gotten to see him at ASU and, you know, hometown boy, his his dad being such the legend he is here in the state it's so cool to have that be able to be a storyline right now 
to have Austin Matthews come home would just at, at the time when the Coyotes are actually going to be good again. Brilliant. Brilliant. It's it's going to happen. And I know we have some Leafs fans up here in the chat, guys. And please, if you disagree with me, give me a reason why Austin Matthews is going to stick around in Toronto if they don't win a cup. And let's be honest, they're not going to do it. They're not going to win a they're not going to win a cup anytime soon. They can't even get out of the first round. And he's going to get sick of it by then. So, mark it down, and if you're willing to fight me, Leafs fans, do it in the comments and comment and tell me why Austin Matthews is not going to come around here. We have uh, we have some Coyotes fans in the chat. Let's go, Coyotes. You like that? That's really great to hear. Um, this is not a great defense, Chuck. Not going to happen. Matthews not leaving Toronto. Tell me why. Tell me why he's not going to leave It's definitely Toronto. not because of their media, because he's been tired of their media for a long time. It's definitely not because of their dress code, because he likes the Coyotes' dress code. So... Um, I have not seen a reason to the contrary of what you're saying, Richie. Exactly. Thank you. Now, I got another commenter here calling me out, calling me an idiot. Why am I an idiot? Explain to me why. You just can't. Also, sit they, here they and won't call be a me shit an idiot. They're That's in a not... rebuild. They're in a rebuild. They won't be a shit team by the time that it comes to his free agency when he can come here. We're not talking about now, Coyotes. We're talking about future Coyotes. And and anytime anyone calls someone an idiot. It's when you have no basis in your argument, so you have to insult someone else. Exactly, exactly. So we need we need to be better than that, Leafs fans. You got look. Here's another one right here, because Toronto is better. That's not no, they're 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 not. They still, like I said, they haven't won anything in a while. Coyotes actually have made it further in the playoffs more recently than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Just gonna throw that out there. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, so we're just gonna just gonna leave that out there. Uh, still no score here in this game, by the way. Um, Corey, we had some ideas of what to talk about here because eventually this game is probably going to get out of hand, like we said. And uh, and I'm trying to think, what what did you have anything like off off the rails to, to talk about here? Why this game is still zero zero? Off the rails? <laughs> not not quite yet. I um, yeah okay. I probably once I drink more of this drink, there will be something that's. That's off the rails. I, I just haven't gotten there yet. What uh, What are you drinking? I am drinking a highball. Ooh, look at that! And I got my I got my pumpkin porter. So what? Uh, Very nice. Yeah, I'm assuming it's late on the East Coast if you're a Leafs fan. So uh, if you if you're watching us in the chat, what what are you drinking tonight? It's the middle of the week. It's a hump day. Probably drinking if you're over 21. If you are, let us know what you're drinking. <laughs> oh, Leafs fans are mostly bandwagoning. Now, here's the thing. Now, for a lot of people who, if you are Leafs fans here in the chat, probably not a lot of NFL crossover. But, Corey, tell me if I'm wrong here. Leafs fans remind me of, in Canada, remind me of Cowboys fans here in the United States. Where they're just uh, like that is a strong statement to to make them the cowboys of the NHL. That is a strong statement. Am I am I wrong though? I mean, it's not incorrect. It really it is kind of a bandwagon team, and the fact that like so my uh, at one point in time I was spending a, a fair amount of time in New Mexico, and I couldn't believe the fact that there was so much uh, cowboy stuff in, uh, in New Mexico. And then, you know, that there wasn't really that much in, of Air, Cardinal stuff, considering the fact that they were so close to Arizona. And then, um, so then I thought about it some more and I was like, duh, they have a really good time of indoctrinating people into what is what they think the cowboys are. And I mean, I guess I could see Toronto doing the same thing, indoctrinating people into what they think it is. Exactly. And like I said, it doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense because they haven't won Jack. So if you're trying to bandwagon a team, you should probably pick somebody else other than the Toronto Maple Leafs. Here's a, and here's the thing. If you're, if you're mad that I'm insulting your team right now, um, 
try being a Coyotes fan because we get it all the time. All the time. Do, do we not? So Corey and I are There's used nothing to it. like the combination of being born and raised in Arizona, being a female, and uh, being a Coyotes fan. Those are the three things that has always been the uh, hardest thing in trying to get respect around the uh, the more national uh, hockey fandom, just because a lot of people are uh, really bitter about all three of those things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Carolina, Carolina, weighing in here, saying this is going to be a good game. And to be honest, I'm kind of – I think it's crazy that this game is 0-0 with 11 minutes to go in the first period. I thought – Toronto, even though they were playing on a back-to-back here, that they would have come out with a little bit more oomph in their step and take advantage of a Coyotes team who hasn't really played all that often anyway. So, yeah, still 0-0 with about 10 minutes to go. One of the bets I did make, Corey, in this game was I bet the Leafs to uh, have the lead after the first period, and the odds on that were plus 110. So, um, right now, that's not looking too good as we have a power play coming up here. Um, I believe to the Toronto Maple Leafs, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, here's a, a quote. Here's from Clark. He says, "Austin Matthews, I really, really enjoy playing in Toronto. I really believe in this team. I love the passion that the city brings, Leafs Nation, and all that comes along with it." So, what else is I'm he expected he to say? Likes, well, and I'm I, I I'm glad he likes the team that he's on currently. We're still this still doesn't m- match the fact that we're talking. That this is years down the road. Yeah, he's he's he says good things about his team right now. What yeah, he, what else is he? What else is he gonna say? He's not like he's gonna be asked about it and be like, "Yeah, my plan in three years is to come back to the state of Arizona," and say that like out in the open. That's not that's not gonna happen. Um, so good for him that he's saying that. I'm glad that makes you happy, Toronto fans. Shorthanded, but I mean. Guys. During COVID, while there's like that long break, and then they all started coming back and, and skating and doing all of that. Um, Richie, where where was Austin Matthews bringing a bunch of stars? He was uh, skating right here in the state of Arizona, Corey. Oh, imagine that. Has a house here. His family's here. Imagine that. Oh. <laughs> Only thing worse than Montreal fan is an Arizona fan. I disagree. I disagree, but that's okay. That's okay. I still love my team. Chuck and Tiner. We have uh, Boom Manis here saying, not a Leafs fan, but respectfully, the Coyotes will not be a competitive team in two years. He will want to win, and so he will leave Toronto, but not to Arizona. Where would he go then? Like, what about the allure? So, again, Corey and I were talking about this. More than likely, by the time he becomes a free agent, the Coyotes will be opening up a new arena either that year or the year after. So he's got the allure of the new arena. He's got a team that's going to be on the rise by then. Remember, this team has eight picks in the first two rounds of And team of the that draft. has the money for it because they've shed a bunch of contracts by then. Yeah, exactly. You're right. They have, they have a bunch of cap space, and they have an owner that's willing to spend, too. Keep that in mind. Right? I mean, they were a cap team. When Alex Maluro first bought this team, the Coyotes were a cap team. And uh, I, uh, he will end his career there. I'm assuming you're talking about Austin Matthews. So you're saying, like, he's going to have another stop somewhere else and then come back home type of thing, kind of like Marshawn Oh, Houston. okay. That, that that makes more sense. I was going to say, I thought he just said that he was going to leave. So he, he thinks he's yeah. going to come full circle to yeah. Toronto. Yeah, like Marshawn um, I mean, Lynch did that, right? Where Marshawn Lynch bounced around a couple of different teams, but he ended up playing for the Raiders at the end of his career. Um, Clark again saying, nowhere he will stay in Toronto. <laughs> again, remains to be seen. I still haven't seen one good reason from anybody in the chat to explain to me why he's going to want to stay. Other than, I believe, I don't know if the NHL is the same way. Please, if you're in the chat, tell me. Um, if I know in the NBA you can offer more money to re-sign a guy who's currently on the roster. But I don't know if the NHL can do that, if they can offer more money to re-sign a player to try and keep players in their uh, on their same team. J- yeah. <laughs> Jacob coming in hot. You're right. You're right, dude. You are, the, you are the one guy coming in with the hottest trolls 
so far this evening saying Leafs overrated, no cup in over 50 years. Haven't won a first round since 2004. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Arizona Coyotes have won more playoff series than the Toronto Maple Leafs in the last And it like, appears they are also unsuccessful on this first power play as it is now back to full strength. Can somebody in the chat explain to me why? I haven't looked at the stats. I don't know if what Toronto's power play percentage is, but I know the Coyotes' penalty kill isn't that great. You have Austin Matthews and John Tavares and Michael Bunting I saw with the chance there, former Coyote. Like, how can't they not score? Not score on the power play. That's wild to me. Uh, again, I can't believe this game is still scoreless. But anyway, okay. All right, Clark, here's your reasoning. Let me, let's, let's, let's dive into this here, shall we? Uh, he's won a rocket there. He's been the cover athlete of EA NHL twice. In three years because of Toronto, he's a national star. He's friends with Justin Bieber. Uh, cool. Yeah, I'm friends with Corey. What does that mean? That's great. <laughs> That's the best reasoning I've ever heard for anything. It's like, hey, hey, he's not going anywhere because he's friends with Justin Bieber. Well, and also, too, like, <laughs> If he's already the face of the league and he's used that market to rocket himself up, doesn't that mean then you have choices? It, it means that you went and you did something good and people recognize you from it. So now you have choices on where you want to go from there. You don't have to. It's like, um, you know, taking, it's like actors taking a role that they really don't enjoy, but they know that it's going to get a lot of attention on it. So they do it to skyrocket their own career so that way they can go into whatever roles they want to after that same thing yeah exactly and uh i would like to point out thank you jacob the yotes are better than the leafs hallelujah just preaching facts here ladies and gentlemen (laughs) isha weighing back in here i think he will get out of toronto so that he can and should um or that he can and should other than a cup so there you go Exactly. I, I, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, so this game is still scoreless. I still can't believe that this game, again, is is scoreless. I did not bet the over-under total goals in this game, Corey. I, I stayed away from that. Um, I bet mostly props in this game. If you go on our Twitter feed, at Corey Andrew Richie score show, Jesus Christ, um, you can see all the bets I made. I placed 10 different bets on this game, and – of which none of them have cashed right now. Some of them are goal scoring props and points props and whatnot, but you can go take a look at, uh, at that. Here's uh, Jacob weighing in. It be could, it could be because of the prestige prestige of the Maple Leafs, the vibes. Is it just something, is it like some players playing the NHL, even when they could have better money in the KHL? Isha, and he's asked, Asia is here. Yes. Isha is here. Um, so, uh, yeah, see, you guys are coming in hot tonight. I like it, Corey. This is this is fun. I like going head to head with Leafs fans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's some great vibes in here today. I mean, people are passionate. That's kind of the thing that needs to happen in the league. People really need to be passionate, and it's kind of the thing that we talk about, like as Coyotes fans, all the time. And the fact that uh, Coyotes fans are some of the most passionate fans that you will ever meet because of the fact that they've had to stand up for their team for God knows. Uh, how long and so it's amazing to just see people passionate one way or another about something in the nhl because of the fact that it is competing with you know the nba and the nfl for airtime all of the time and you know i think as we've said kind of in these situations like tonight when you when the game's on tnt i think it really does help it um but people were making jokes on twitter last night about the kodak black uh situation being uh, the first time people had actually paid attention to the NHL um, that would have never paid attention otherwise. And that can't be the only thing that draws people into caring about what's going on in NHL games. I mean, maybe Florida Panthers games, but you know, I digress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll bring that up again a little bit later in the show, but um, I'd just like to point out that um, if you saw the Kodak black news last night, um, I was working while this was going on. So I Kodak moment. Have... I told Kodak that like their actual like Kodak the pictures that they needed to to capitalize on it. They were trending. That is a moment for a company to capitalize on just the word Kodak trending. 
And uh, yeah, so Corey was Corey and um, and and our friend Cat, who is on our show from time to time. They were texting me for about an hour straight about what was going on, and I was at work, so I couldn't really figure out what the heck was going on. And they were annoying me. And I brought this up to you guys earlier too. It's like you guys love to do this to me, which is um, annoy the crap out of me with stuff you guys know makes me uncomfortable. And, and that's what you guys were doing last night when you guys were texting me about the, uh, the uh, Kodak Black incident, as I like to call it. We don't, yeah, so we don't do it because, okay, in, in a lot of situations we do it because it makes you uncomfortable and it's really funny. But that's usually when we're making jokes about, like, innuendos that you can make within hockey People were saying them all last night. You can go on Twitter and see most of them. Um, but when we, it was really bad was when um, they were in the bubble in, in 2020 because uh, we were all bored. We were bored out of our minds and we finally got to see some hockey again. So it was the first point when we could actually say um, random shit to you just to mess with you. So um yeah, that I will admit we we do that sometimes, and we have been known to turn on certain scenes of shows and then have you come into the room just to see how you're going to react to them. I will admit to that too. But the Kodak Black situation was purely like Cat just literally said, "Go on Twitter," and then all of a sudden, all these things started to appear, and we just started discussing it. So at least it was more of a uh, factual thing. Than us trying to just make you uncomfortable per the usual. <laughs> I uh, I did find out what happened, and I, I I agree here. This is here's my analysis on the, on this whole thing. If we're going to do full Zapruder film on this on the Kodak Black at the moment, um, in my opinion, there was no actual intercourse involved in what was happening. <laughs> so okay? you're so official on that, like it's like as yeah, if you were. Yeah, in court this is kind of a family to- stream. But it was just like as if you were in court and you're trying to argue that there was no actual intercourse that happened. Um, I think no matter what happened in it, um, it is still hilarious that it came to be what it was. Like the fact that all of their front office was sitting right next to it. And any person who's ever worked for a team knows you're usually there on your best behavior. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, but um, <laughs> that, that, that was that was good. But you're usually on your best behavior when you're near all of the front office. And so it is funny that, you know, just to see that happen too, um, in a sport that is slowly moving its way a ways away from being very traditionalist and very old school in a lot of things. Um, but it still has some old school vibes to it. So even doing half of what was going on there would normally freak people out in the front office. So it's actually hilarious that it happened. And I think it was extra funny for any of us who ever worked for a team because it just the uh the level of uncomfortability that a bunch of people had to have had in there was great if you're watching us here on the hockey podcast network youtube page thanks for tuning in we do appreciate it and if you're watching us go ahead and drop a like on the channel subscribe we do have watch alongs pretty much every day of the week here on the hockey podcast network and if you are watching us ladies and gentlemen it's one to nothing arizona coyotes ladies and gentlemen Ryan Zingle. Ryan Zingle opens the scoring for the Arizona Coyotes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We have a turnover from Travis Dermott there. Ryan Zingle gets his own rebound off a weird bounce off the backboards. Ryan Zingle, pretty brand new to the Coyotes, too. They picked him off the scrap heap. He's uh, scoring. Great goal by the Coyotes. Andrew Ladd chipping in there. And... uh, what a Huge great goal. pass back to himself. Yeah, that was uh, uh, honestly lucky as hell, but uh, really cool at the same time. And yeah, I didn't, I did not, I don't, I did not check to see what the Ryan Zingle first goal scorer prop bet was, but I'm assuming it was pretty good. So if you made that bet, you just cashed in and made some pretty 
good money. What's wild about this? Look at the shots on goal, everybody. Right now, the shots on goal are 16 to 4. The Maple Leafs have dominated the, for this first period. They had the two power plays. And Karel Vimelka coming up massive. He's been maybe the best story for the um, Coyotes this season, in my opinion, is the play of Karel Vimelka. He's been really, really excellent. He's proving why, again, here this evening, facing 16 shots, stopping all 16, stopping the Coyotes on the power play, too. So uh, this is a surprise, Corey. This is kind of fun, actually. All the trolling we were doing of the Maple Leafs earlier and everybody who was saying the Coyotes were shit and, like, oh, it's a laughing stock. Look at the scoreboard, everybody. The Maple Leafs are getting beat by the worst team in the NHL. Good stuff. On I'm on the DraftKings app here looking at the, the spread, and the Rams are four-and-a-half-point favorites on DraftKings right now against the Arizona Cardinals, just so you know. And speaking of DraftKings, Corey, the NFL playoffs are here, and the Rams and Cardinals are playing on Monday Night Football. And if you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can win a whole bunch of money because we're counting down to Super Bowl 56, and new customers can get 56-1 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 to win 280 and free bets if your team is victorious. All you got to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code THPN to get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 to win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code THPN. This wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, the attempted worst team in the NHL. We have done so many lottery uh, draft attempts where we've done like the, uh, oh my gosh, why can't I think of what it's actually called? Tankathon, the lottery simulator. Yeah. Yes, the simulator. And um, yeah, there's plenty of times that the Coyotes don't get the number one pick. So um, it just. Yeah, they're attempting to be the worst team in the league. It just doesn't always work out that way. And uh, I will say this, that was pure luck, what Ryan Zingle just did. He got a ridiculous bounce off of those end boards there to get the puck right back in front with no uh, Toronto Maple Leafs in front there. Um, Isha, I did predict the Coyotes to lose this game. There's still a long way to go, Isha. This game is not over by any means. Um, and we do know that the Coyotes – Technically, if the Coyotes don't score another goal the entire game, then uh, his prediction can still come true. Yeah, that's that's 100% correct. Exactly. Um, Corey, by the way, I think we'll do another Tankathon simulation here on the stream coming up a little bit later. We can, we can okay. do that. We can do it live. We can react live on the show. <laughs> I should have I brought some shots for that. We're going to need more alcohol if that's the case. <laughs> The uh, yeah, the Canadians lost earlier tonight. They got smoked by the Boston Bruins, and so I believe if the Coyotes win tonight, if I'm not mistaken, that the Coyotes, uh, actually that the Montreal Canadiens will be the worst team in the league. If I'm not mistaken, yes, that's right. The Canadians have 18 points, and the Coyotes have 17 points. So if the Coyotes win tonight, the Coyotes will move out of the cellar. Yeah, see, they attempt to be the worst team even that they can't get right see that's the thing is everyone likes to shit on us thinking that we think that the the coyotes are some some godsend thing we are very aware of the realities of the team 100 percent. we are not thinking that they are um some godsend we we know the issues they have uh just called being loyal isha's right again if you're watching this thanks for hanging out with us thanks for uh Trolling the Maple Leafs along with us. Thanks for speaking Austin Matthews into to the Arizona Coyotes and for agency to existence. And yeah, drop a like on the on the channel. Here's our goal. Mine and Corey's goal for this tonight, at least, is we want to make tonight's game the most watched watch along in THP and history. That's what we want to do. I want to get people fired up on whatever topic it may be. And I want people to tune in in droves. And so far, you guys have been doing that, which is great. I love it. 
You know what, Richie? We need to have you have you ever seen Rod on TikTok? Uh I don't he have does... a TikTok, Corey. <sighs> Fuck, I forgot. Okay, so he does affirmations with his his coffee. He'll he'll circle his coffee and he'll give affirmations. I say we need to do an affirmation for Austin Matthews will be coming to Arizona. He'll be coming to Arizona eventually. And this will be the most watched watch along. Look at that. We just spoke both of those into existence. Cheers. There you go. Speaking speaking it into existence. Exactly. Austin, look at Austin Matthews go, man. He's so fun to watch. He just ran straight into Corel Vimelka. But that's okay. Little fisticuffs, Antoine Roussel. Michael Bunting, my guy. Okay, I want to ask this in the chat. Because I loved Michael Bunting last year when he played with the Coyotes. He had 10 goals last year. He was so much fun to watch, and I was so disappointed when he left to go back home to Toronto. Speaking of players going back home. um, If you guys have watched a lot of Leafs hockey this year, how has Michael Bunting looked? If you're in the chat, please let me know because – I don't have his stats right in front of me, but um, but I was trying to tell people like that was a great signing by the Maple Leafs because what he, the kind of goals he was scoring last year for the Coyotes weren't lucky goals. They were goals that are hard fought type of goals, and uh, I'm, I'm, he's been scoring a decent amount this year. So good to see him getting in a tussle there as he goes to the box. Shocker! <laughs> and we're gonna get some four on four here with two and a half minutes left to go in the first period, but. Do you agree, Corey? Didn't, do we not both enjoy Michael Bunting as a Coyote? I mean, I think we enjoyed a lot of people as Coyotes. And this season, we aren't enjoying too many people as Coyotes at all, which is kind of sad. There's some, there's a few stories along the lines of, you know, at, with the things that have been going on with, with Wedgwood when he was able to, you know, be able to break that streak and he was able to do it tw- twice in his career and both times with the Coyotes, but there really hasn't been storylines this year that of and players that you can really get behind. And uh, I think that's kind of one of the most disappointing parts of the season is we are, as you were saying about bunting is we're almost watching old players from the Coyotes more than we're looking at some of the ones that are on the team itself. Uh, ain't that ain't that the truth? Darcy Kemper, I've been paying attention to him this year. Connor Garland's having a good season with the Absolutely. He's who I was thinking about the whole time, most of it. Um, Oliver Larson is actually not awful, I think, this year in Vancouver. Correct me if I'm wrong, Yisha. I know you have a, a pulse on the on the Vancouver Canucks. How about this? How about this name? Redeem Verbata. Oh, my gosh. Is that someone we miss here in Arizona? 100%. We have, we still have a like large hold on him. We've been looking for the next Redeem Verbata since Verbata left. Yeah, he's the last 30-goal scorer for the Coyotes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's, it's just not been the same since he was gone. There's not really been a player that's been able to come in and really be a goal scorer for the team. We've always said with Clayton Keller that that's what they wanted out of him. He's much more of a playmaker. So I just don't see him really grasping onto that role. Um, I mean, Taylor Hall came and was just not um, to normal Taylor Hall standards when he was here. Um, We've all seen Phil Kessel be average here. Um, You know, he's getting towards the end of his career, but it's um, yeah, it's so difficult because um the fact that the coyotes haven't had uh, a goal scorer like redeem verbata and it's been so long since he's been here it just it kind of hurts the soul a little bit here's uh chuck talking about michael bunting and i'm glad you guys are in are you glad you guys are enjoying him there in uh, in toronto like i say he's a really easy player to like uh here is um Bumanis again, been a hockey fan since I was five years old. And one thing I've learned is almost 38 years, all teams have their lows. The Coyotes will have their time in the sun. That's really nice. Thank you. I, that, I agree. That's very sweet. <laughs> I think their their time is coming. 
more 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 quickly than people think. They just got to find a place to play, which, as we learned this week, is kind of up in the air. But you know, yes. we digress, and we I don't. It's depressing, and I don't think we should talk about it on this show. Oh no, not at all. It's very very depressing. <laughs> it's such a, a back and forth. I swear. Here's uh, here's Jakob weighing in. Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about Redeem Verbata. Remember him on the national team? Yeah, absolutely. He was part of a – we actually the, – uh, the Coyotes had a, um, a line back in the day that was called the Czech line, and it was Martin Hansel, it was Redeem Verbata, and there was another Czech player that the Coyotes had at the time that was on that same line, and the name escapes me at, the, at this time. Um, um, here's uh, Beer Sports Whatever weighing in. Good stream. I watch along a lot of them in the different hosts – um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying what you're watching as uh, we're into the first intermission here of the uh, Coyotes and Maple Leafs and the Coyotes are on top one to nothing after the first period. Uh, very surprising. I would like to, I would like to say if you're watching at home, you're watching an NHL on TNT, um, Biz Nasty had the Coyotes pelt on his head prior to the game and it's working. It worked because the Coyotes have the lead after one period. That thing, I I really wonder, how does that thing not have every type of germ and fungus all up in it? How do you properly clean that? Can someone tell me how you would properly clean that? I want to know. It's true. Now, I, here's what I wonder, Corey. I wonder, I, I, I think it was two years ago when the team was like really good and on the way to the playoffs, that was the post-game celebration was the pelt, the Coyotes pelt. And the player of the game always got to wear this pelt. And it was the same every game. And you put this on after playing 60 minutes of hockey, it's going to be really sweaty and disgusting. And I remember one time Auntie Ranta put it on the goaltender and we were in the locker room and, uh, and somebody asked him, was like, Hey, what does that thing smell like? And I, he said something along the lines of, you don't even want to know, or it's pretty bad. So I wonder if the, that pelt that Biz has on air is the same pelt that the Coyotes used a couple of years ago. Which, I mean, props to him. What dedication, you know, in order to put that on and, you know, when you're all nice and washed and in a suit and trying to be all, all nice and fancy and whatnot, and then you're wearing uh, something that literally smells like a jockstrap. <laughs> Ain't that, ain't that, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? So one period in the books, that was a quick period, by the way. My God, did that period fly by. And taking a look at some of the stats here. Again, the Maple Leafs outshot the Coyotes 21 to 6. Everybody, sounds about right. Sounds about right. So Karel Vimelka standing on his head in this game with 21 saves in the first period. Uh, again, if you're watching us, go ahead and drop a like on the stream. Subscribe to the channel. We have live streams pretty much every day of the week here on the channel. A lot of great hosts here on the network. They do a great job watching or hosting these things. So I'm glad that Corey and I get to do this. Um, Corey, I think you will agree with me that among all the hosts on the network, I think our show is the most unique and the weirdest among every yeah, show. It's, it's got its own personality, just like we do. It's definitely got some personality in it. <laughs> I mean, probably this past, what, 44 minutes that we've been on, it, it actually has probably been the most normal for us than, that we have been in a long time. Um, I, even at work, it was funny because um, where I work, there's also, um, you, you can do a bunch of different things. One of the things you can do is, is play tennis. And um, my tennis coach started listening to the podcast and um, for those of you that listen to our podcast, we have these random shit stories. And some of them in involve a lot of different things. Oh, thank you. Okay, Boom Mantis is, is now starting to become... Boom Mantis is literally going to become my favorite person in this chat. This is great. I'm sorry, Isha. We will always love you. Um, but he was asking me about certain things about how you get some of these random shit stories. Because some of them was literally a, a study that they did on um, on uh, men's dick size according to their careers. Like, how do you find the stuff? And I told him, I don't know. 
I really genuinely don't know. It is a magical thing that Richie just does and says to me. Um, and how I react about it on air is genuinely how I react upon it. And it just, it, it, it was kind of our, Richie was used to be on the radio, like day to day to day and would do it. And that was kind of what we moved over into our show because we had so much negative news to tell people that we wanted something funny to go along with it. And uh, I feel like we may have created some chaos around the entire network though. Cause what was, there was one of them that was a little bit weird and if I remember correctly, like it went to the ducks, it went to multiple people. Yeah. There was one, I know that we did one where it was like asking about Disney princesses or something. Oh, it was which, which what Disney princess would you pay for an only fans for? That's right. Yes. And literally other guys on the network started grasping onto this and um, started giving off all of their Disney characters. They would have only fans for, and it was just, insanity like absolutely insanity also speaking of which fun little fact i had to explain what only fans was to uh, one of the people at hr in my work the other day and that was how do you tread that one very lightly right like well it's something you pay for that um because you know it, it breaks the violations of Instagram. So the things that you can't show on Instagram publicly, they make a private then then you have to pay for it. And that was my way of like trying to tread the situation very lightly. <laughs> there there you go ladies and gentlemen. I think we are the first hockey podcast network watch along that has brought up OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm proud of that to be honest. <laughs> see at least at least it's not boring you know it's interesting in its own right i told you guys the more the more i get down this drink the more interesting it'll get and uh yeah and we still have a long way to go we still have two periods to go in this game cutters are winning one to nothing obviously after after one period of play um we got a got a comment here will toronto win tonight well, if you go off of shots on goal, yes. If you go by the score, no, because they're losing after one period to the worst team in the NHL. Sorry, Maple Leafs. Um, <laughs> I like the name Macaroni Tony, though. Macaroni Tony, Tony. that's great, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can we just talk – can we stop for a minute and talk about Paul Bissonnette's mustache? Yes. I, yeah, I wish we could – I wish I could show you, but I guess I can. I Let me see if I can find it here. I have had many, many good interactions with Paul Bissonnette. Even the first time I ever met him was a very kind, like, situation that I was in. He, he had done something kind for me. Or I actually had done something kind for him. And so he, was, he went, seeked me out to thank me for it. And so, you know, he's, he's a great guy. But, God, that mustache is awful. <laughs> I I love you, Biz, but that is that is not not what I would be um what I yeah, would be wearing on now. I don't know TV what he's doing. Right now. Yeah, and in case in case you, you haven't seen it, this is it right here. This is <laughs> that's this is what we're talking about right here. This is Paul Bissonnette's mustache he's rocking on the NHL on TNT. <laughs> and again, we were talking about the coyotes pelt earlier. That's what we were referring to. Is yeah, uh, that's is it. Paul is is prior to the game. That's from the NHL on TNT uh, Twitter page right there. And, uh, and yeah, you're right. I'm not a big fan of the mustache either. I don't know what Biz is trying to do for goodness sake, but I, th I think you're right, Cor. I think Biz needs to, uh, needs to cool it. Needs to cool it on the mustache, mustache there. <laughs> I mean, I, I am trying to keep um, our chat up here while I'm talking so I don't miss anything. And, Isha, are you saying that you love his mustache? Is that what you're saying? I love it too? Or are you saying something else that's in the chat that I didn't see? The uh, yeah, Isha, yeah, talk, yeah. I think he's talking about the uh, yes, he's talking about the mustache exactly. <laughs> he's getting us to talk about the mustache. It is true. This gets people to talk about things all of the time, 
and and I'm that is one of the successes I think of uh, his own podcast is the fact that he is he's a riot of a person. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. That is I, I don't it's not one of my favorite looks. I there are plenty of things that uh, he, actually you know what you want you want something that's probably gonna heat up leaf sands. And it's not going to help in our campaign to try and get Austin Matthews here. He is considered to be one of the more stylish people in the NHL. I would have to disagree with that. I just, I'm not into his style. I don't, I don't feel it. I don't like it. Not my thing. Yeah, he's got, he's, he's very unique. I will say that. I'm not, I'm not a, uh, a, a fashion player person at all. So I can't comment on that. And when it comes to fashion, in fact, um, uh, Corey has been a big part in me changing my fashion. I will say that. Including my socks. You, you want to tell, sto- tell that story, Corey? That's one of my, that's one of my favorite Richie, stories. Richie wore awful white socks for a very long time. Like the ones that you would see like dads wear in the 80s. And we got very concerned. So we went, threw away all of his socks. And went and bought him normal people socks. So if you want to know what true friendship is, it's true friendship when you go and you take someone's socks and you say no. There is a there's a line. We have to stop with the '80s dad socks. Threw them away, and bought the new ones. We went that day. I have a picture of him with the new socks on, um, just sitting on the back of a car, just rocking his new socks yeah i wish i could find but, that picture so we can we can show the people but i don't know where it is i think it's on facebook but uh so we'll leave that we'll leave that for another day here's uh jacob he wants us to guess his top three favorite vegas players uh jack eichel i think is the new number one there in vegas um i'm gonna go with mark stone he seems to be really likable there and then uh number three robin laner those are my three those are my probably my three favorite vegas players i think Except for Jack Eichel. Uh, I'm um, a big fan of Mark Stone. I, it's probably why, don't, why don't we throw a Carlson in there, too? Why not? That'll that'll be an extra one that I'll throw in oh, there. Oh, Wild Bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now we have to wait until he responds again to see if we're right, though. This is the problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know who uh, Dresseau is addressing this to. Um, if you can't tell... Um, by what Corey and I are wearing. Uh, As you say, we are fans. not. We're based in Arizona. So in case you're wondering, you're looking at two actual Arizona Coyotes fans. I know a in lot of you. Flesh. Yeah. I know a lot of you are like, oh, do Coyotes fans actually exist? Yeah, we do. And we're here oh, watching the game tonight Marcus, with you. And, uh, and we like doing it. And, uh, so here's yeah here's the here's his top three, Mark Stone. I was gonna Mark say Marcia so in there, and and then I couldn't remember if you said it or not, so I didn't say it. Um, Mark... But yeah, yeah, I was Mark Stone Mark doesn't Stone. surprise me. Mark um, Mark Stone doesn't surprise me. Um, but yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> I thought those were myths like mermaids. I I had purple hair at one point, and I do have someone in my life that does call me mermaid um, because they thought I looked like a mermaid when I had purple hair at one point in my life. So maybe I am a mermaid, and maybe I am a myth. We don't actually exist. Yeah. Um, well, here I will say that like there are teams that I think about like like that around other sports. Like I've never met a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I don't think they actually exist. I think they. They're fake, because I've never actually met one. Huh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met one either. Hmm. Um, and here's a, here's a fact here. Hmm. Um, I went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. There's a. I'll just pick that up there. Uh, I watched my Rams get beat by the uh, New England Patriots Super Bowl 53. But are you going to throw in the fact that you were right next to Tom Brady? I was. That's, um, that's I something to, like, him. name drop there, yeah. you know? Um, but during that Super Bowl, I went around and, um, I, I, we were looking intentionally to find somebody with an Arizona Cardinals jersey on because obviously 
uh, me and my co-host and our radio show is based in Arizona. And I kid you not, we found every single other Jersey there at the Super Bowl fan fest, but we could not find one single Arizona Cardinals Jersey. It was the weirdest thing in the world. We saw multiple Jaguars. We saw a bunch of Falcons, obviously, but not one Cardinals Jersey. And that includes no Larry Fitzgerald, no Pat Tillman. And that was the, that was the wildest thing ever. Poor Larry Fitzgerald. He needs to be more recognized nationally. Really. I mean, for for who he is and what he's done and all of this stuff, who is your top, for us, our top three? I think, Um, I think, yes. um, Okay, our top three. Well, um, little unknown fact, I used to be a big Bruins fan. Um, so did my fiance when we first met, actually, they won the Stanley cup, which was 2011. Um, so I, I, not as much anymore. Um, it was kind of a childhood friend of mine was from Boston and they got me in hockey and that whole thing. Um, but so I, I would probably put them, um, on there. And then what other, whatever team Keith Yandel is on at the time. There you go. There's my three. Um, my top three are the Coyotes and the nobody else. Oh, damn. Oh, the Roadrunners. There you go. So it's it's uh, the Coyotes, the Roadrunners, or the AHL, and then whatever team Tobias Reader is playing on, which right now he's playing. Yeah, I knew in... you were going for that. I knew I was opening that door for you as soon as I said. Uh, he's whole key he's playing in the Swedish league right now, if I'm not mistaken. So those are my those are my three those are my three favorite teams at the moment. And uh, yeah, you now you, now you can say you met some. So when you're run, rolling around the bars next time, and you and for whatever reason a Coyote score flashes up on the bar scoreboard, you'd be like, hey. Coyotes lost tonight, but their fans actually exist because they're doing a and live stream season, on the Hockey Podcast Network YouTube page. And this season, we are Santa. We're gifting everyone with wins. Hey! You're welcome. There we go. There we go. I don't know what uh, I don't know what Isha was referring to there. You- I, I, he may not have known that I was a closeted Bruins fan for a while there. That may be what it is. I oh, that's right. Just... That's right. Because the Bruins caused Vancouver to burn down their city. Which, no, no, no. And that's the thing is I very much remember that because the one that I was talking about is the the, the 2011 Stanley Cup where they burned down their city. Like that one was the one. It was the one that is, it is kind of like literally months after my fiance and I started dating it's kind of romantic for us, but I guess not for other people. But I do remember that very, very well. Yeah, no, I actually just donated my last Bruins hat, like, a couple days ago. I have finally... Oh, shit, you were downtown. Wow. that You were, like, in it. Actually in it. Yeah, I, I finally donated my last Bruins hat a couple days ago. I'm making my final um closure from from the team um because i feel like i should be just a a solely a coyotes fan you know i don't really think i i should be hey um you okay over there richie are you yeah no we're just yeah we're just doing some uh just doing some some cleaning up there there we go that's better You need better feng shui? What is what is going on? Here? There we go. There we go. That's what happens when you do this for the first time and you get really excited about Austin Matthews coming back home to Arizona. You mess up the background and don't realize it's the correct thing. So now we're good. I had a little panic attack there for just a moment, but we're good now. So go ahead, continue. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, but yeah, so I it was how it was one of the things that I got into hockey with was was the Bruins, yes. But my first ever game um, was actually on Thanksgiving when I was very young, like I think like four or something like that. And uh, it was a Coyotes game and it was in their previous arena, which was downtown. And um, so, yes, I was always first and foremost a Coyotes fan. 
Um, and no, Isha, you never told me that story. Um, when are you coming to the States to come down, have a drink with us and talk about that story? Cause now I need to hear it. <laughs> 